Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I wanted to read for you a poll that came out, and I'm having a hard time telling if those strategic operatives for Joe Biden and the Democrats created this narrative and it's working, or if they've decided that this is the narrative they need to capitalize on. I can't quite tell. I want to say I think they created it. So this is the uh, latest poll that came out, and I'm reading this from Axios. It says, voters across party lines are split on whether a functioning democracy or strong economy marks a bigger concern for the next few years, according to new polling. Just a day ahead of the Iowa caucuses, the poll reflects that the continual partisan divide in attitudes throughout the U.S. Half of all likely voters felt that the U.S. having a functioning democracy is a bigger concern than the country having a strong economic, uh, a strong economy over the next few years, per a CBS YouGov poll released on Sunday. Democratic voters, 64% are more likely to view a functioning democracy as a bigger concern. 65% of Republican voters are likely to see a strong economy as a bigger concern. And that is one of the big breaking points. So what have you seen mostly from the Democrats going into this? They're saying, number one, if you elect Donald Trump, our democracy is over. And number two, the economy's fine. Bidenomics is working. You're just an idiot for not understanding that. <laughs> Those are the two main points that Democrats are making right now. So are they understanding these polls? And that's what they're using to counteract the polls as their main lines of reasoning why you should vote for Joe Biden? Or maybe they've created this narrative over the past year. They understood that this would be what their main bedrock will be for re-election of Joe Biden to keep him into office. And they really started to lay this groundwork through the mainstream media. What you've seen through the ABCs, CBSs, CNNs, MSNBCs. They have this unified message that goes unquestioned by a president who is not allowed to be questioned because he just isn't present to be questioned, nor do they allow him to be out in public all that often because he either stumbles or fumbles or mumbles or, you know, for the most part, makes no sense, falls asleep, looks lost. Shane Gillis is a comedian. I saw him say that he describes Joe Biden as a Roomba, which is the little vacuum that aimlessly wanders your kitchen to try to clean dirt off the floor. That's what he looks like, just basically wandering aimlessly around. So I think that I really do believe that this sort of narrative was created with the intention of this was going to be the main rally point for Democrats going into the election. They pushed it so much that it became the narrative on the main CNNs, the 
NBC's, the CBS's, the ABC's, the Fox really doesn't really play into it in this case. But you start to see a little bit of it leaked over in Fox even, to be quite honest. But let's look at the way the voters look at this. The economy is an issue. What Joe Biden is saying that Bidenomics is working, well, you tell me. My wife just spent $100 on groceries this week. And back in the day, $100 of groceries would last us a week for an entire family. This was just getting the essentials to keep us until we have to do the main grocery run. Um, That's sad. And it shouldn't be that way. And this is what we also saw. uh, You know, the economy is so great. Bidenomics is working. But the main narrative that Democrats have been creating is that literally everything terrible in the world will happen to you if Donald Trump wins again. So you need to fight, fight, fight. And essentially, you know, uh, you can't let this Nazi Adolf Hitler, Donald Trump come back into office again. And I wanted to play this flashback for you. And this was put together. This was put together by um, a person by the name of Tom Elliott. And he did a list of here's all of the different networks using the same talking point to illustrate how they all have this coordinated effort really against Donald Trump and really against Republicans and conservatives because they all say and parrot the exact same stuff. I don't know how you can listen back to the way certain stories are covered and not realize that these talking points are going out to these commentators, comedians on late night television, um, to different politicians. And it's so strange that they all start talking about the same thing in unison at the same time in the same way and people wonder, okay, what's going on there? And let's take a listen for yourself. You tell me. What would a second Donald Trump term look like? You can't imagine the things that he's going to do. And shoot visitors to the White House. Yeah, that means he can shoot the First Lady. We're going to see violence, the likes of which we didn't even see on January 6th. Make it illegal to run against him, to throw his opponents in jail, to shut down the media. He will make himself into the Fuhrer using martial law against the American people. Create mass internment camps. Throw everyone into Gitmo. Assassinate generals. Ordering troops. Uh, to um, attack American citizens. Trump's very well-armed and extremist base will try to kill people. He's going to basically burn the house down. The absolute destruction of the Justice Department as we know it. Vote for Donald Trump uh, may mean the last election that you ever get to vote in. All right, do you think these drama queens might be going a little bit overboard? Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You know, a vote for Donald Trump means that he's going to send the militia house to house to shoot people, including if uh, visitors go to the White House, then he'll be able to do that, including his first lady. And the hysterical nature of the way that this is being parroted on all these different networks in the same sort of like, oh, just all the worst things in the world will happen if you elect Adolf Hitler back into power. And I think when this started, it was easily uh, a year ago, maybe a little bit less, but they start to say it over and over and over again to the point where it's impacting the way these Democrats think. And it says that's what they're most concerned about. They're most concerned that Adolf Hitler is going to be in office. That's like a literal feeling that they have in the moment. It should be mortifying to think that is the game plan that Democrats are playing today. The idea that this is the strategy that they're using, the, hey, our opponents, Adolf Hitler, and that's their base of their argument of why you should vote for Joe Biden. That should be very concerning. And the fact that they just continue to peddle this fear seems to be working for them because that is the best strategy for Joe Biden to come back. I saw an opinion piece. Uh, Let me read this for you. This was from the New York Post. And actually, this was a really good opinion piece. And here's the author, Rich Lowry, says, here's the absolute proof Joe Biden doesn't care about democracy. And this is the argument he's making. says, Biden's alarm about the uh, condition of America's system, though, will never translate into actions he wouldn't otherwise want to take. So how much does Joe Biden care? Enough to give a speech defending democracy, but do nothing about it. And here's the argument that he's making. Uh, let me pull it up. I want to read his quote exactly the way he put it. it. says, Biden made such a hackneyed speech, it probably could have been written by an eighth grader for an AP government class of a painting of the U.S. Capitol, Washington, uh, resigning uh, in his commission. Biden correctly calls it a sublime act because Washington, who could have been tempted to, with leverage of his position over the revolution for personal and political gain, gives up power in the service of his ideals instead. So he brings up the idea that, if you remember your history, the idea of maybe the United States should have a dictatorship. George Washington said, no, that's not the way we're going to operate. Well, he could have made himself dictator because, the, by all accounts, that's the way people would have conducted. They would have voted that way. Let's make it and let's set it up this way. But no, instead the country, through the great wisdom of the founding fathers, set it up in a much better way. So... Here's the argument that this author makes. If Joe Biden were, as a matter of principle, devoted to defending democracy at all costs, the first thing he would do would be to step aside for someone younger, more capable, less radioactive Democrat, with a much better chance of beating Trump. That is the strategy that he argues in this opinion piece. If you really cared about democracy, you wouldn't put up this old, senile, mumbling, fumbling dude who is on vacation 40% of the time, who can't address criticism, whose son is being investigated for laundering money to him, 
And that is the least of his worries, considering other things that were on this laptop that implicates Joe Biden with money going to his residence, hopping on phone calls. This influence peddling goes further. I mean, actually collecting money as vice president of the United States. And on top of that, you run a pretty questionable problems, problematic family. Let's put it that way with his brother uh, also included in this. So if you cared about democracy so much, I'll go back to what I said in the first hour. Put your money where your mouth is and step aside. That's what the commentator is saying as part of this uh, New York Post, but he doesn't. It's really not what it's about for the Democrats. It's not about the urgency for democracy as they're going to continue to pound Donald Trump on over and over again, because if it were, then their party would be acting on Joe Biden as well, but they are not. That's how you know it's rhetoric. That's how you know it's propaganda because they've been setting this stage for the past year. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.